talking about the uh, jinx we're going to get started on our uh, serial killer series of shows we're going to be doing here we're going to get started with the jinx which is the uh the hbo miniseries from 2015 and uh fair warning here we are going to be doing full spoilers on that but we will let you know when that portion of the show is coming and uh well first we'll get into some some news and and other fun stuff here so uh yeah man how's it going well, it's going great, man. Uh, just uh, got to my first week of uh, my last semester as an undergrad. There you go, man. So, uh, we'll see how uh, we'll see how this semester goes. I'm just I've had enough at this point, but oh well. <laughs> uh, no. And you'll actually be interested to know. Just a little bit of bullshit for you, I guess. Uh, the uh, the curator of the archives that I'm working at is uh, all about me helping her with the new uh, exhibit that we're doing about uh, the paranormal uh, things from Mississippi. Oh, dude, that's awesome. And uh, Yeah, yeah, she's interested in it, too. So... Uh, I'm going to meet with her next week. I was supposed to meet with her Friday, but that didn't happen. Uh, and we're going to meet up after trying to... I need to figure out exactly what I need to do, because I've never done this before. And uh, then we'll just kind of, you know, come up with uh, some ideas. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the centerpiece is going to be that uh, Pasigua UFO abduction case from 73. Oh, yeah. Uh, because... I mean, there's not many UFO and alien things here. I think there's another sighting by police officers in either Utica or Union, Mississippi, uh, I think in the 70s as well. And then besides that, it's really uh, ghost. So I'm, I'm trying to find more, you know, a, a more of a variety. You know, yeah. I, I mentioned to the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Granted, that's yeah. in Louisiana, but it's right over the, the state border. Right. So, We've I mean, had that on our list been, to visit yeah. and, and do a show on for years now, but we haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah we need to do it. You know, it's, it's, it's only an hour from here. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see us, like, uh, treaching around in the swamp too much, so... We're going to, like, go there and, like, no get five feet off of the road and be like, we don't see it, and then leave. <laughs> we'll have to try to call Troy Landry to come and help us out. <laughs> with that. 
I'll have to drink some urine and shit. Yeah, we'll just do that five feet off the road. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, see if she can give us any any good ideas of places to visit. Because I'd love to go check out some place and some places and maybe do some uh, not necessarily ghost ghost hunting, but you know maybe just you know do some shows on some some famous haunted places. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure she knows of them. Her specialty is uh, Mississippiana. You know, that's her collection that she her, she uh, works with in the archive. So I'm sure she's come across some interesting wow. things. That's right up my alley, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it just, uh, we, she had already approached me about doing an exhibit. But then when I started mentioning my interest in the paranormal, she, you know, we, we both just, I guess uh, we start talking about that, and, and that's what we're going to do it on. That's great. Because I was originally going to do it on the clan, but I've had enough of the clan. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah, you said it, man. I've, yeah. <laughs> I want to do something fun instead of something yeah, that's yeah. going to press the shit out of me. So, yeah, it is kind of depressing, man. I know. Uh, I know we talked about it. Uh, what was it a few months ago? I had some questions for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 I know more than I ever thought I would at this point. So. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, on to to better things, I guess. Or, or yeah. more entertaining things, at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, stuff that's like, you know, uh, from my childhood, you know. Yeah. You know, like, uh, over the Christmas break, I found some full episodes of signings on YouTube. So, uh, oh, yeah. Matt and I started watching a few of those. Yeah, uh, those are awesome. Yeah, you know, I still enjoy them, even though uh, you look at it, you know, with the hindsight of 20 years, and some of that shit on there is just bullshit. Yeah. Uh, of course, they didn't know that at the time. You know, that's when the whole uh, face on Mars thing, I think, became a big thing. And the, the rock from Mars and all that. So they had all this conjecture. About it. But it's kind of interesting seeing what what we all thought about that 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, like, really bad reenactment stuff in there. I remember I tried to watch yeah. some sightings a couple of years ago, and it's... I don't know. It's just a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to watch. It doesn't hold up too well. That's the kind of show that honestly would benefit from a best of kind of thing. Yeah. But they kind totally. of chop it up and, and pull out the stuff that's still relevant. Because uh, uh, you could tell that with the format of the show, they were looking for more. Yeah. That's all I've had. Well, um, that show like had a bunch of like the Gulf Breeze type stuff too, didn't it? Like the uh and you know, we all know that's bullshit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See I remember seeing a lot of those pictures on there. 'Cause I'd only seen like a little thing about it in one of the UFO books I'd read as a kid. Yeah. And uh but on sightings I believe they showed like quite a few photos. It's the first time I saw those, they're good color ones. Because I wasn't really dealing with the internet at that point. <laughs> right. Uh, 
And, uh, of course, then I get on the Internet and I find out that his wife was like taking pictures of the damn prop in their garage. Yeah. So, there goes that. Well, those are really good pictures, too. I mean, like, some of the best, you know, the shots of UFOs ever. I've got to say, man, <laughs> like, those old UFO photos are some of my absolute favorite photos. Even though I know yeah. that, you know, that, uh, you know a vast majority of them are absolute horseshit. Some of them are like, hmm, I wonder what that is. But, of course, a lot of hoaxes were going around. But even the hoaxes to me just look neat because they're just, you almost want that to be real, you know? Yeah. You're like looking at it and, and you just, the the, the the kid in me that's still in me looks at it and is like, that's fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. I always wanted to see a UFO as a kid. But I did not want it coming down and putting stuff on my butt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like with the internet. You know, it, it's hard to believe anything. Or you know, the internet and you know people being so good at Photoshop, it's really hard yeah. to believe anything you see anymore. Uh, well, I mean, now with the advent of drones, you're going to see more issues with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, things just look weird in the sky. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the Photoshop thing, yeah, that's... I, I think we're, we've reached a point where I don't think anybody's going to take any UFO uh, stuff seriously. Because uh, yeah. there's just going to be so much shit like that out there. Well, it's with everything. It's with ghosts and, uh, you know, everything else. I mean, you see Photoshop stuff all over the place. Yeah. You know, you have to do a double take on just about everything you see, just about. Well, yeah. I mean, if I see something, honestly, that looks too clean yeah. or, you know, looks too neat or it, it looks like a definite, like, like the object of it is definitely framed. Like like somebody's framing it for a shot, then right. then I just I'm like, well, it's horseshit. Uh, it's like you know I follow a lot of uh, you know alien stuff on on social media, and uh, you know there'll there'll be stuff on there that's like legit. I know there was this thing that uh, it looked like uh, I forget was it I forget exactly what it looked like, but it was what it was was a lightning strike in in reverse. Like, they, they had just were playing the video in reverse, and it looked so bizarre, you know, a slow-motion lightning strike. Yeah. And it was, yeah. like, something coming out of the clouds and, like, touching down and going back up. or It was it was really crazy, but, um, you yeah, know, that's, that's just what it was. Uh-huh. But, um, well, that's really cool, man. That, that'll give you something to work on for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, I'm not sure when when it'll be done, but uh, it'll be fun at least. For sure. But uh, see, uh, um, have you seen anything lately that you want to talk about? Uh, well, I've I've got the uh, the trailer playing right now for Power Rangers. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Let me go watch it, too. 
Yeah, I've, I've got it. Uh, yeah, you can definitely see Brian Cranston in this. God damn, Brian Cranston's in this. Well, he he was uh, involved Zed, in the show. Whatever the fuck. Hold on. Well, he was in the show. I think he was. I guess the voice of something in the show. Probably Rita Repulsa. <laughs> I don't really have a problem with them redoing Power Rangers. I don't really have any, uh, you know, strong feelings one way or the other. I probably won't see. Oh, I don't it either. Either way. I guess he just. Oh, here's the dinosaur robots, and whatever the fuck this is. Oh, shit. I'm saying this chick just cut her hair off. She's hardcore teen angst. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to cut my hair off and jump in a Megazoid. <laughs> I would cut my hair off if I, if I could do that. Injustice 2. the hell is all this? Uh, well, they didn't really show much of the robots. My pet dinosaur? Oh, God. Um, I'll go to that in a minute. I'm trying to think of what I've watched since we did the last podcast. Uh, I don't think I've really watched anything in the way of movies. Uh, well, I picked up the uh, the Blu-ray release of uh, Godzilla from 1984. Uh, oh, yeah. It was released, uh, I guess, last year. I just picked it up for really cheap. They watched it, but it's not the Godzilla 1985 version. They couldn't get the rights for that one with uh, Raven Bird. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed, you know, seeing that, seeing that cut of it. It's the international cut. Uh, but I, I just watched that to see how it, how it was on Blu-ray. It looks really good. Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the last one. It, it was never released on DVD until just recently because of rights issues. So okay. it, it literally probably did not have a VHS release either for the last 20 years. So it's been a while. So it totally skipped DVD entirely. Uh, there's a DVD out now, but yeah, it didn't come oh, out. Okay. You know, one of the DVD... Uh, when, when when that started. Wow. At least not legitimately. Um, well, I, I finished the uh, Power Rangers trailer. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? And uh, it looks like uh, like Chronicle. That movie Chronicle. Yeah, probably the guy who did uh, Josh Strank. What's, what is it called? Was, was it Josh Trank that did that? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure of the name. Uh, Michael Jordan was in it, though. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, it is him. Because he, I think that's how he got the job for Fantastic Four. Probably so, yeah. But I like Chronicle a lot. But it, it looks like it totally ripped off Chronicle. And I didn't see any robots in that shit at all, man. Was there was there some I just missed? Yeah, there were, there, there were a few uh, in there. And it's sticking with the dinosaur. It's uh, Josh Trank, you're right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, the most disappointing thing is there's no bulk and skull on it. 
So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck that. They were the best parts about that movie. I mean, about that show. Yeah, yeah, they were. Power Rangers is is fucking bizarre, man. Because uh, that it was like based on some old shit to begin with. You know, like uh, those old uh, what was that shit called that it was that it was using the the footage from the you know oh, Japanese. Uh, I oh, can't think shit. of it, but uh, damn, I'm trying to think of it, man. Yeah, it was from the uh, I think it was from like the eighties. Yeah. Uh, and they just took, because uh, that was the heyday of that shit for Japan. Uh, well, there was a lot in the 70s, too, but that that mess was huge over there. And uh, they just took it and um, just re-edited it with Bulk and Skull and, <laughs> and made Power Rangers. Super Sentai series. Yeah, that's that's the, the genre. Sentai. But uh, it used that, and then you know it was it was really big, and like I, I was I know I was like in seventh grade, so that would have been like what ninety two, ninety three, and then uh, it you know it was pretty big for a little while, but then it it really was big again like ten years later because my nephew yeah. was just a kid and he was really into it as well, and I was like so shocked that it was still around. Well, it's because there's multiple series, there's so many of them. That genre yeah. is so big in Japan that they just like buy up different series that have nothing to do with each other and right. make them into you know like Power Rangers Neo or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But uh, that started, I think, in August of '93 because it came out after Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, because I remember seeing, of course, the dinosaur stuff, and I was like, "Oh man, I want to see that." I never could get into the show though. Of course, I think I was getting at that age at that point where I just, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to catch a titty. Exactly. That's that's the main reason I watched it. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, it, well, I mean, do you remember like all the all the copycat shit that came out? Um, the like mighty uh, not uh, Beetleborgs, whatever it was called. Uh, Big bad Beetleborgs. Yeah. Yep. With uh, that uh, rapist J Leno clown thing in it. <laughs> and he looks like he looks like uh, a character you'd see on uh, like Lazy Town or something. How do you know about Lazy Town? Well, I used to babysit those girls. Uh, and, okay. uh, yeah, and we watched Lazy Town. A lot because they love Lazy Town. Yeah, that show is fucking bizarre. It, it's it's one of the few shows that they wanted to watch that I was I I could watch because of that because it was just all yeah. over the place. Like I fucking hated Backyard Against and I still do. But uh, Lazy Town was okay. I could deal with SpongeBob too. But uh, <sighs> I also well, uh, found some interesting memes. Recently, about yeah. Bobby Rotten, so absolutely. Well, uh, VR Troopers is another one I got here. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that too. Um, let's see, uh, there was a bunch of them. Let's see, uh, Mass Rider. I don't remember that one. That was ninety five through ninety six. 
I do remember those characters. Superhuman, Samurai, Cyber Squad. Cyber Squad, yes. I remember the the toys for that, too. Like, they threw the toys out before the show, because I guess they knew the show wasn't going to do anything. All right, what about this one? Uh, Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I saw it. I didn't ever saw the show, but I saw the... the, Yeah, they were trying to outdo each other. I mean, you could... It got Damn. real weird there. All I'm seeing is like a bunch of people with moose knuckles on that uh, on that uh, picture of the of the show of that show. Wow, uh, that is gross. Um, I'm gonna get away from that. Um, but yeah, we got fucking Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa for some reason. Yeah, you can't even yep. tell that's her. No. Uh, and you've got a bunch of like uh, fresh-faced teens playing the playing the uh, the people, which I guess you got to have that these days. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I guess fresh-faced teens are there. The Hashtag fresh-faced <laughs> teens, yo. Uh, um, but uh. Yeah, man, I remember being dragged to see the first Power Rangers movie in theaters. <laughs> uh, yeah. With Ivan Ooze in it. Who came yeah. back, you know, they start talking about him again when Age of Apocalypse came out. Uh, God, that movie was awful. Because it was like a, a music video tied to that. They had these two, like, like uh, a bubble pop stars who did that one song and then I don't know. They got pregnant. I never did anything again. <laughs> uh, uh, I just remember that. Like, there was a big push for that. Because Power Rangers is huge, man. Like, I never would have thought that we'd still be seeing Ninja Turtles stuff everywhere yeah. 30 years later. I think this is 30 Ninja years Ninja Turtles, I would believe, over Power Rangers. Ninja Turtles was... I mean, there's nostalgia love for that shit, and it's it hasn't died either. It keeps trying to make a resurgence. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know. When we were kids, Ninja Turtles came out, and that was a big thing. But you would expect it to die down and then have a resurgence in the last ten years or so. But it it never has. Uh, And I have to make a little shout out here to NECA because they're making awesome eighteen inch figures. Of the Ninja Turtles from the first movie, and right. they look, they look exactly like those characters. Oh, they're from the movie. Uh, yeah, from the what '89 movie, I guess. Man, I love uh, those from the movie. They're, you know, the original toys, the original figures were hard, like really hard plastic, and those were oh, yeah. rubber. Yeah, they were like a soft rubber. It had a much different feel to it, and yeah, they look really good. Uh, yeah, I saw the at FYE. I saw the uh, I think the Leonardo one that just came out with because they're, they're staggering the releases every couple months or so. I guess they look fantastic though. They really do. And if I was a bigger fan of that, I would try to get those. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. You know, it. It's not something I'm going to throw on and watch the cartoons of or anything. I mean, you know, nothing against anybody that does that. It's just not something I'm going to revisit. I don't think it holds up. 
personally, the cartoons. Um, but, uh, yeah. you know, the movies, I think, are great. The first two movies I still love. See, I need to see that second one again. I saw the first one again. Hell, that's probably been... Uh, shit, that's probably been coming up on 10 years ago, so I need to see that one again, too. But I haven't seen Go Ninja Go since the early 90s. It's it's definitely not as good as the first one. The first one is a solid, like, legitimately good movie. Like, I can totally say that. It's because it's so dark, I think, is is why it holds up so well. Well, it seems like it's kind of an odd companion piece to, uh, I guess, 89 Batman. Because it was, yeah, you know, true. also a dark comic book movie at that time when you didn't see many of those. The Superman series had uh, just crashed and burned by that point. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I love that, that that first movie. And I I tell you what, I, I did give that shit a chance. I actually watched Michael Bay, or I watched half of Michael Bay's first movie. And I was going to go, I was going to go see that second movie in the theater only because I wanted to see Krang and I wanted to see Shredder and uh, yeah, what else? there was a few other things in there. Yeah, Bebop and Bebop Rocksteady, Rocksteady. Rocksteady. That's what and I, I wanted to see. You want to see Tyler Perry as Baxter Stockman? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> I'd love to see Baxter Stockman, though. I love that character. Oh, yeah. Him and his uh, Mousers. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, see, I remember that that uh, Nintendo game. I think it was Nintendo, the side-scrolling yeah. arcade game. I loved that game, and I played it as much as I could at that time. The first, the first game. I think so. It was like a, it was originally an arcade game, but then they ported it over, I guess, to one of those systems. And I think the first uh, boss you went up against was was Baxter. Like, you had to go to yeah. get some Mousers, and then you got to him. That was a hard game on the NES. Oh, yeah. But I guess they all were. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that yesterday. Like, uh, somebody who's in one of my classes, a young girl, uh, yeah. she had a notebook with, uh, you know, the Triforce thing, the Legend of Zelda on it. And uh, that just made me remember when that first came out. Of course, it made me feel old as shit. But uh, <laughs> I uh, and then I was like, God damn, that game was hard as fuck. You know, I never, never beat Zelda, the first one. I don't even yeah. play the second one. Yeah, I was not not good at any of those games. I played them all the time. You know, we all did. But you remember, like uh, Blaster Master. Like, oh yeah, we'd, man. I we'd get to that. like the first level, the end of the first level, and that's as far as I ever got. You know, I sat down with that one day, and uh, I think I got, I beat the first guy, and then the second guy just, like, you know, fucked my butt. I just could not get past that. Uh, I love that game. It's great music and really cool graphics, but it was, it's just one of those things where, uh, which we take for granted now, there's no, no save point. Yeah. You know? I mean, kids, you have to, yeah, kids don't even understand that, man. It's It's a big part of it. You got to play all the way through that bitch, you know. You got to go eat oh, dinner man. and pause that motherfucker for hours, you know. Yeah, leave it. There. I mean, it takes you forever to get through that shit. I, I never had the dedication to to do that. 
with the video games. I didn't either. Or, I mean, I played them a lot, but I never. I was not good enough to to get extremely far in many games at all. Like Mario, I think I did actually beat. You know, eventually, but um, that's probably the only game I ever actually beat on on the NES. Yeah. You know, later on into uh, Sega Genesis territory, I you know beat some stuff and you know devoted a little bit more time to it. You know, plus I was a little older. You know, we were young when those first systems came out. Oh yeah, yeah. But those those games are hard for sure. Oh man, I, I just I remember when they first came out with checkpoints, and it was just a huge thing for me. I was like, man, I mean, I may actually beat one of these things now. <laughs> uh, like you had to. Oh shit! They, I mean, they started putting like save points in there, obviously for for Super Nintendo, definitely, and probably the later NES games. But uh, that early stuff, no, no, you were fucked. I mean, if you died, you were fucked. Uh, no matter how far you were gone, and that. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you and I watched. Uh, class of 1999 not too long ago oh we did didn't we yeah <clears throat> we watched a bunch of stuff recently but uh class of 1999 was one i really liked um you know watch it again i've seen it before of course it uh we're kind of having a <laughs> kind of a depressing night after watching a bunch of shit on youtube and really bumming ourselves oh. out um, god damn we don't need to do that again <laughs> <laughs> At all. I mean, I, you know, uh, what was it? Matt started watching a little bit of that again the next day, and I was like, no, yeah. I, I can't do this. It, it was, uh, <laughs> I guess we can go ahead and shed some light on this a little bit. It was this guy, uh, Shoe Nice, I guess his name is, on on, yeah. on YouTube, and he his whole thing is he, he eats a lot of weird shit, and he, he, uh, he slams bottles of alcohol, like, you know, He'll slam a bottle of Everclear or Bacardi 151 in like you know 20 seconds or whatever, and uh, and we were looking at his deleted videos. Like this was another channel. This was shit that he put up and then deleted off his channel, and it was just like all this like racist and just I mean just stuff him you know lying about stuff all the time and I don't know we just got really bummed out after a while we were like man this guy is gonna like kill himself or kill somebody else and and himself well but, uh, yeah it was like you're watching the uh, prequel to some horrible stuff film or something yeah. man like god just uh, the vibes that come off of that shit it's just yeah. awful yeah he's like the Unabomber or some shit uh, but um, yeah, we we kind of cleansed our palates with uh, class of 1999. Oh, I love it was, one uh, after watching that shit. Fucking dangly earrings of muck, man. Well, yeah, not just that, but I I, I just can't get past Stacy Keach's uh, contacts and that <laughs> badass mullet. He has. Mullet, yeah, his mullet's what does it for me. I love it. When he eats that banana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he puts those sultry lips around that banana. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, no, but, man, I like, I, I love Class of 1999. I'd seen it before, and you had, but, uh, you know, my brother hadn't. 
and uh, I think right. you're really enjoying it. Because, uh, you know, I'm looking at uh, the three, you know, robots in it, and the the older guy with that really creepy ass smile was yeah. uh, the general in Delta Force Two. Uh, the the other guy, the actually really cool looking, uh, he turned into a really cool stop motion robot thing. Uh, which I probably had better effects than I would have expected for for that, but yeah. uh, that guy was in I think the Substitute Four with uh, uh, Tree Williams, yeah, and, and of course Pam Greer who was in everything in the seventies. Yeah, Pam Greer was good in there. Uh, yeah, not, that's a really entertaining movie though. I didn't know they made a sequel to that. Oh, I didn't uh, either. What was that called? Class of 1999 too. Uh, I, I saw it because I've been watching Red Letter Media uh, lately, and they, they had that. I don't think they said it was any good. But I don't know where you can find that one because I'd like to see it. Oh, I did know about this. Yeah, this is called The Substitute. Yeah. It's it's kind of you you get it confused with the movie The Substitute because it's right around the same time. Uh, it stars uh, <laughs> it stars Sasha Mitchell, Nick Cassavetes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love these uh, uh, shows or, or these movies that are uh, about the you know the the. The students that get out of control. Oh yeah, I do too, man. Like uh, the substitute has become uh, one of my favorites. <laughs> Just a good movie to pop on and watch. Uh, but uh, yeah, because it's it's always like so over the top, you know. Yeah. Like like in the substitute, Ernie Hudson's just this badass. Uh, drug dealing high school principal. Uh, of course, the high school was like this Gatling gun turrets everywhere. It's like aliens there, but yeah. Hispanic and, and like every minority is in this school. It's just minorities. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, you know, of course, uh, what's his face? Tom Berger. That hates <laughs> girlfriend. Well, it was apparently a pretty popular thing because that's when that... Uh what was that one with Sharon Stone? I think did one. Menace? No, uh, not Menace. Uh, you know the fucking Coolio did the song. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Dangerous right. Minds. Yeah. Dangerous Minds. Yeah, it's the same oh, type yeah. game. It's, it's the exact same movie, except the ending's better. I, Instead of all the kids getting killed, you know, they all get like scholarships. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say the NA's better. The NA presumption is also when they just murder half of them. And the majority of It was a really popular genre, though, because, like, think about it. Like, oh, uh, Sister Act. The uh, Sister Act 2. Oh, shit. Fuck, yeah. What was that, 92, I think, was Sister Act? Uh, yeah. yeah, see, I remember that. I remember that Coolio saw me big. Yeah. Uh, Around that time, um, that's bringing back some memories. It's it's shit that 
if if I had not been so so like uh, I don't I don't know hell bent on just watching monster movies all the time. I should have been watching this shit. I was really yeah. sure been like doing all that because there was there was some interesting stuff coming out at that time. Yeah. Well, there's a movie that I like a lot called uh, The Principal from '87. I don't know if you've seen that. I've heard of it, but no, I haven't seen it. And it's got Jim Belushi in it and uh, Louis Gossett Jr., Ray Don Chong. Um, oh, I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really fucking good, man. It's the exact same thing as the substitute, but you've got this dude who, uh, you know, a drug dealer and, you know, crime, uh, gang leader, which, I mean, I think people that are in gangs and shit, like, they don't go to school anymore. But these fucking, like, you know, he's leading a gang and just, you know, going to, I got third period now. Yeah, yeah, um, man, right in the middle of a deal or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, like I got to do this paper. Yeah. I'm gonna write this motherfucking paper. But uh, yeah, uh, like Jim Belushi, like kills everybody. <laughs> yeah, I need to see that then. Yeah, Jim it's Belushi really good. Killing everybody. It, it's like legitimately a good movie. Is that around the time he made uh, Red Heat with uh, Schwarzenegger? I believe so. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, Red Heat was the next year in 88. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a good movie, too. I, I, a lot of people shit on that movie, but I think it's pretty good. I like it fine. Um, Walter Hill, you know. He always does good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Did he direct Vigilante? Yeah, I believe that was him. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was just listening to the theme from that earlier from Jay Chataway. That's a great theme. Oh, really? I have to check Long that out. Love that, that thing. Uh, just yes. double-checking that uh, that is Walter Hill. No, I'm sorry. That's uh, uh, William Lustig who did Vigilante. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. The guy that went on to do Maniac and Maniac Cop, and is that Some right? Good stuff, man. Uh, yeah, the guy who uh, what founded Blue Underground. Yeah, yeah, Maniac, Maniac Cop. Yeah. And. Uh... Yeah, Maniac's a great, great movie. If you haven't seen that one, great horror movie. Yeah, I, I need to see that. I've got one that I picked up at a pawn shop. Last time I watched it, what is this one? I think I've got it somewhere up here. Fuck, I just saw it last night, but I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. They, uh, uh, they remade. Uh, Maniac with with Elijah Wood a few yeah, years I ago. Yeah, them doing that. The Prowler uh, is what I have. I saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maniac has. Uh, oh, what's your face? Uh, you got her autograph for me. She was in Star Trek and uh, a bunch of uh, several Hammer movies at Doctor Fives. Oh, I'm not talking about it. 
Caroline Monroe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Prowler, the Prowler is really famous for the special effects, primarily. <clears throat> it's a, it's a okay slasher movie. A lot of people really love it. I think it's kind of, kind of overrated, but um, the the gore effects are great in there, and it's it is kind of unique. Um. Because of the killer is, uh, he's clad in uh, World War Two fatigues. Oh, okay. So that explains the cover. Yeah. But uh, they checked the prowler out. Um, Tom Savini did the special effects in there as well. He, he also did them in uh, Maniac. I think that's one of the best. Uh, one of his best effects is in Maniac when. He gets a shotgun to the face. I think it's actually him that gets shot too, but he did the he did the effect. What part did we watch recently that that he worked on? That was Friday the Thirteenth, uh, the final chapter. That's, I think. Uh, yeah, part four. Yeah. We watched that on Friday the Thirteenth. Yep. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, you had was, never seen it before, right? I'd seen the end. Uh, like, I guess TBS or USA on a Friday the Thirteenth, oh. sometime in the nineties. I'm sure it was edited to fuck, man. You get to see that awesome face slide down the machete. Oh no, 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 no! It was, uh, uh, yeah, that's just the way it was. Then. You, know, you kind of took that for granted. You, you kind of had to yeah. hope to yeah. compensate with shitty dubbing. Yeah. Which yeah. sometimes they did. But, uh, yeah, I never realized Christian Glover was in that one. I knew Corey Feldman was. Yeah, Christian Glover. And, uh, and uh, I guess we'll go ahead and mention that we watched some shit on Christian Glover that also at least depressed me, which I had to watch in class of 1999, because that clowny clown clown song oh. is as <laughs> That's horrible. I forgot about uh, that, yeah. That was my doing. God. Uh, it, for me, getting into the psyche of somebody who's obviously demented in some way, uh, that's what gets me down. Uh, that's why Shoe Nice was bothering me, because we're like, we're, we're swimming around in his, his rotten brain with him when we're watching that yeah. shit. He's eating dog turds and chasing it with vodka. Yeah. Yeah. With Crispin Glover, though, I'm not sure if it's an act or not, though. I can't I can't put my finger on it. Um, whether or not he's actually on a lot of drugs or he's just really crazy or it's just all an act. I don't know. I, I, mean, I think he, he's, he's a, done it for so long, man. I think that he really is just a, an oddball guy. I have no problem yeah. with that. I'm all I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's just it's just that, that fucking video, man. It's like oh why 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 would I watch this? You know, yeah. I never knew about it until that night, so I thank you for that. <laughs> Has it been stuck in your head ever since? Um, it comes in every now and then. Awesome. So my yeah. job is done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always liked the guy's stuff. It seems like he's kind of fallen off the map in the past, like pretty much since Willard. I mean, I haven't really seen him do anything. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything I, I, I like, him, I like him. Uh, he's out there, I know. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Christian Glover. He's usually the highlight of the movies that I watch with him. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, I loved him at Charlie's Angels. He's really the only thing I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's one thing he's done. Uh, for some reason, when I think of him, I think of Perugia Bulk, in that they were both kind of they were around at that time. They kind of fallen off the map, and they both seem yeah. like. Uh, Odd people. Yeah. Uh, but I like them both. You know, it was really a treat to see her and uh, Grand Lieutenant with uh, uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, yeah. I need to watch that one again. I love that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude's, dude's working, man. He's, he's doing shit for sure. Okay. A, lot of, a lot of TV. I'll do what? Who, who are you talking about? Oh, Crispin Glover. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. He's he's definitely been, you know, he's not doing like leading man type stuff, but uh, he's not a leading uh, man, so that's such a good thing. I didn't realize he was in Alice in Wonderland. Okay, that's the last thing I've seen him in then. Was he, he in the was first also one? In the, uh, the sequel? Yeah, the first one. Oh, oh I don't know why I don't remember him then. Um, see, I don't think he was in the uh, the second one. But he was in uh, the Wizard of Gore remake in 2007. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember particularly liking that one very much. Um... But uh, let's see. Recently, I, you'll enjoy this. Um, I, I saw a movie that uh, it actually has has made my list of the worst movies of 2016. This is actually oh. the worst movie I've seen of 2016. It's called uh, it's called American Honey, and uh, it has Shia LaBeouf in there. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah. As uh, he's this like real, uh, I don't know what you call him. He's like a homeless person, but he uh, he's got a he's got a long rat tail for one thing, and he has an eyebrow ring. Oh, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, yeah. So would you recommend it? No, it's a shit movie, man. <laughs> It is. Look, I'm going to tell you this. It's almost three hours long. This fucking movie is shot on handheld digital shit cameras. And the majority of it is in, like, a van. And it's just got all these, like, fucking runaway, like, scummy, like, kids. Which, they're all all magazine salesmen. They're selling fucking magazines to people. You know, these... Have you ever seen these kids that run around and they're, like, uh, selling uh, magazine subscriptions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we I mean, we've had him come to our house before, and there was one time like you know we couldn't get this motherfucker to leave. But it's exactly that kind of people. They they travel around the world. I mean, you know, around the United States and do that shit. Oh, 
And that's the point of the movie? Yeah, that's what they're doing. But uh, it, it follows this one girl who's got a shit life, and she leaves and does this, and whatever. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. It's a waste of time. And uh, it's got an awful, awful soundtrack. Um, the whole the whole premise is trying to be real. Like, a lot of these kids are actually, you know, real scumbag kids they found on a street corner or some shit. And uh, it's just gross, and they all look nasty, and they're all got, like, weird, like, teardrop tattoos on their face and neck tattoos and shit. And it's just it's just gross. And uh, they're all drinking, like, Mad Dog 2020 and smoking weed the whole time. <laughs> like, it's, it's just stupid, and it's like white trash as a motherfucker. And uh, <clears throat> it was awful. I'm... Curious what his point was in making that, though. It's, I mean, he hasn't done a whole lot in the past few years, but you know, he's real method. So, I said he got uh, twelve new tattoos while making that movie. So, um, all that shit all over his body is for real. Looks like he did half of them himself. Uh, hell, man, is he just going through like a, a period like like Joaquin Phoenix did? I don't know. It's really a shame because I think the dude's like super talented. I mean, I'm I'm really a fan of his. I mean, I hate to say that because I dislike him so much as a person, but um, you know, I think he's a really good actor. Kind of the same way I feel about Sean Penn. Yeah, just a fucking terrible, terrible human being, but you know, really good actor when they want to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to like uh, Baboof. I liked him in Fury. That's the last thing I think I saw. Yeah, he was great in Fury. I liked him in that. Uh, was it Lawless or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. He was good in that too. Yeah. But uh, I liked him in the uh, Nymphomaniac uh, series. Lars von Troyer did a couple movies. He was good at oh, that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I, I have not watched those. I just remember the awesome posters. That came yeah, out. I mean, whatever. They, they they say the sex is real, and I don't really give a shit either way. You know, if he's boning some chick and people are disputing whether or not it's real, I don't care. That's I think Doesn't that's matter. all fucking, you know, it's all publicity stunts. Yeah. They're not the first movie to do real sex in a movie that's not a porno, you know. Vincent you know, Gallo. Gallo was doing that shit 15 years ago. Yeah. He's like face fucking Corey Savini. Yeah. yeah. Check that dick. But see, that's the thing. I wish Sheila Booth would get method like that. He's just getting reamed in the face. Don't give like, him any ideas, man. He'll <laughs> pull all his teeth out and do it. It's just uncomfortable close-ups of his eyes. Like he can't show the dick going into his face, but he can show yeah. his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so you you huh. see every bit of it in his eyes. Yeah. In his pierced eyes. Oh, and and then you get the the combo just like all over his eyeballs. <laughs> oh. 
How do we transition out of this, Dale? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we just keep talking. I don't, about it. Any, I don't think there's any coming back on this. So I'm going ahead. Let's just get on Rotten.com and just start talking about what we see on there. I'm going to go get on e-bombs real quick. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't, I haven't been to either one of those in years. Me either. They're all porn, I think, or at least E-Bombs is. Hey, E-Bombs did. That's why I stopped going there. Yeah. But Rotten, Rotten was something that I couldn't sit there and keep watching and looking at for too long. Rotten just turned into just, like, fucking Iraq beheadings. That's like all it was. It was that. just, like, live beheading videos all day long. Uh. Yeah. I'm not down with that. I'd rather go watch some shoe nice, depressing videos. Yeah, yeah, same here. But that says a lot. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, uh, quick transition here. Um, One thing I did see that I actually liked was Hell or High Water. Have you had a chance to see that yet? Uh, No. No, not yet. You were talking about it when I was in town a few days ago, last weekend. Oh, really? Was I? Okay. Uh, yeah, because, well, uh, Matt watched it, and he watched it. Yeah, Matt Matt watched it, and he's the one who told me it was really good. And, uh, yeah, I had heard it was good, man, but, uh, you know, I didn't really know a whole lot about it, and it, it kind of has an odd look to it. It almost looks like a, uh, I mean, it it really does a good job of looking like an older movie. Because mm-hmm. I saw it, and I kind of thought it was like a made-for-TV movie or something. Now, is that with uh, Jeff Bridges and Chris Pine? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen the trailers for that. I'm kind of curious about that. That's my... I think it's my favorite movie of 2016. Really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, hell. It's I, a I mean, I really good movie. Ben Foster is in it too, and I'm a huge fan of Ben Foster. I don't know if you're. Ready yeah, with him. I know. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he was in 310 to Yuma. Um, yeah. He was an Alpha. He was in the Warcraft movie, which I, I haven't seen uh, the new Warcraft movie yet. I haven't either. Um, he's done tons of stuff. Um, yeah, he's always good. He's he's a good character actor. Yeah, he really is. But he he pretty much still is a show in that one. And Chris Pine, man, I tell you what, I I had to keep looking at who that was because he did a damn good job of not looking like Chris Pine in that movie. Oh, good for him then. He won't be typecast as yeah. 2.0. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen any of those movies, and I don't have any desire to. Now that Anton Yelchin's dead, maybe they won't make any more. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what they what they may do. Uh, if they decide to make a fourth one, they'll do it. But, uh, yeah. I've, you know, I've, I've heard that the third one, because somebody at where I work was talking about about those, how much she enjoyed them, and I, I couldn't help myself. Not to be one of those asshole nerds who's like, that was bullshit, or, you know, stupid yeah. shit like that. It's all right, you with you. 
Because that's would. all they have. Yeah, yeah, I should have done that. But I will, will, will care, will care. Uh, just be a pretentious asshole. But uh, uh, actually, uh, pardon me. Uh, yeah, pardon. <laughs> be a cock about it. Pardon. But uh, no, like uh, you know, the first one's all right. But I, I was like, that second one is dog shit. And I convinced another worker there that Kirk was just eating Cribble's whole. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, to, to the other workers, I know he doesn't do this. <laughs> but uh, I wish he had. I wouldn't love it. Into Darkness would be my favorite Trek movie if he was doing that. But uh, fortunately, they don't do that. Uh, and I've heard Wait, is the that third the... one is better. Is that the, okay? Into Darkness is the second one. Yes, it's a then, piece of trash. Darkly Dreaming Kirk is part three, or yeah, Darkly Dreaming the, Kirk. Yep. What's the third one called? Uh, Beyond Darkness. No, Beyond. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's just uh, nothing is creative, like nothing at all. But you, I, I don't know. Have you seen yeah, it? Whatever. Have you seen the third one? I'm not seeing the third one now. Okay. Uh, I hear nothing but people jizzing their britches over it, man. So. Hey, I, I heard it's, you know, like the second one was pretty divisive, I think. But, uh, and that's another thing on this uh, the Red Letter Media thing I've been watching. They have, like, this awesome, like, uh, loop of Spock just beating the shit out of... Uh, out of cons. He just like because he's not like he is in the T V show or the old movies. He's not the name boy Spock. He gets angry and just starts beating the fuck out of him. Uh and uh I don't care for that personally. Dude, I don't know if they will make another one. I mean the the budget was on beyond was one eighty five million. How the Fuck! Did they spend that much movie money on that movie? But uh, one eighty-five million, and it, it made one fifty-eight uh, domestic. What was the worldwide three hundred forty-three million? But you know, I don't know. Fair way. Uh, I, I don't know either, man. I don't, you I kind of like the retro feel or the look they were kind of going for with at least the first one. You know, they bring back the Enterprise and it looks a yeah. lot like the original. They bring back the original theme, just kind of updated. And it has that kind of garish, you know, the colors and everything you saw in the first one uh, or in the original yeah. series. And uh, I, I like that. I like that a lot. But then to fuck it up, they bring in the Romulans who look like. No gods, you know they don't look like Romulans yeah. you would see in the show at all. They just have white face tattoos, like they just <laughs> escaped from a Russian prison, and now they're just gonna go fuck shit up. Uh, and they just You're making me want to see it, just now. like Easter promises. <laughs> they fight yeah, yeah, yeah. with dogs hanging out, just hanging dog, <laughs> hanging brain. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just. It was so much of a clash there because you have the really cool look of the Enterprise and, and basically the Federation and stuff. But then you have that absolute dog shit look of the Romulan mining vessel. 
It looked like just some local shit. And I just, I don't like that. I don't like that instead of being creative, they're just like, we'll just put sharp angles and make it look like, I don't know what the fuck they were trying to make it look like. But uh, it's just too much of a clash for me. Uh, and of course, the know. guy who designs the monsters has made vagina faces on all his monsters. Really? Uh, well, I mean, he's the same guy who designed the Cloverfield thing, and I believe the thing from Super 8. Okay. Uh, and they all have cooter faces. All of them. Uh, they look like half spider, half cooter. Just labias flopping everywhere and shit. And when you have Kirk on the ice planet with this giant, like, angry, red, swollen thing running after him that looks <laughs> like it doesn't belong in there. Engorged. Yeah, 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 just like, just, yeah, I just been pounded for hours on the end, and I was just angry. Wow. Swollen and prolapsed. But it doesn't look like something that would live. And I, I don't know, man, it just doesn't have the feel of Star Trek. Like, that what they should have done is make it look like a huge furry beast, kind of like what you would see in the old series. Yeah. Not, you know, not... Not make him look intentionally dumb, but don't. I don't know. It, it just didn't have the feel that I think it needed to have. It wasn't quite there because of that to me. Yeah, I had a long tirade on that. So. Strangely enough, I actually watched uh, Super Eight tonight with the kids. Um, oh, what they think? Well, they liked it, but they like everything. So. I. I, I I remember not liking it when I saw it the first time, and I really didn't care for it. I mean, the kids are great. You know, the the child actors do a, do a fantastic job, but the fucking like you said, that monster man looks so stupid. Yeah, and I it was it was so well. dark. It was so dark I couldn't even see it until the very end when it's like the entire screen. You know, um, yeah, it's really really that that dark bullshit really gets on my nerves, but. Yeah, the the creature design was terrible. The creature design in Cloverfield was terrible. Which it's I don't even really like. Uh, it's a unique look, but it's not a look you you like to look at. It's not like oh wow, that's fucking awesome. That was my biggest problem with Cloverfield. You know, you didn't have something that's like damn, that thing looks neat as shit. No, it it just. Uh, I don't know. I was very disappointed in that when it finally showed up. But so the guy designing these creatures is obviously J.J. Uh, Abrams' guy. Yeah. If he's doing stuff in Star Trek too. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I could see his style. If it has multiple long legs and uh, its face looks like a blue waffle, then yeah, it's that guy. Well, I don't really have any desire to see him. I don't think that... I'd like to see a new, you know, science fiction series start, you know, series of movies. You know, I'd like to see something new. Um, I'm tired of seeing everything. I'm so I'm tired of it. I know it's like a such a trite thing to say these days, but, I mean, I don't... I'm not going to watch it. I don't care about it. I don't want to see any RoboCop movie, you know? I don't. I'm not going to watch it. I'll go watch the old one, and then I'll watch something else I haven't seen before. <clears throat> but, 
on to that, you know, they are doing a new Star Trek series called uh, Discovery. Yeah. And I just heard this news a little while ago. It's, uh, well, first bit of bad news that was coming out on, on CBS has their uh, their on-demand streaming service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget the whatever name of it it is, but it was coming out on net, not on the network. So you'd have to actually pay a monthly uh, fee to get this CBS uh, on-demand, whatever the hell it's called, CBS Direct or some shit. But uh, they're... Uh, Doing doing a few of their other shows on there, and you're going to pay to get this, which I, you know I might consider that. Uh, I don't like it at all, and uh, but they're now forcing you to do it. Yeah, they're forcing you to do it, and they're doing it with Big Brother. I don't know if you even know what that is, but it's their big uh, it's their big reality show they do on CBS, and people you know people go fucking bananas for it, so. That's what they debuted the CBS thing with was that Big Brother show, and uh, hmm. but anyway, now the Discovery Star Trek Discovery has been delayed even further because it doesn't want to compete with The Walking Dead. Uh, so, is Star Trek really going to compete with the zombie show? Dude, I don't know, man. I don't even fucking. I mean, I I don't know what to say about all this. I mean, we're talking about a network television here versus a cable TV show, you know? Yeah. Maybe if they CBS All Access is what it's called. But um. Anyway. I don't uh, really know what to say about all that. Um, everybody's afraid to go against the fucking Walking Dead, man. Anyway, yeah, I I can see that. Dale and I watched some some trailers for some of the new movies coming out. We saw uh, Kong Skull Island, the the new trailer for that. Yeah. What'd you think about that, the new trailer? I like it. I mean, I like uh, the direction they're going with it. Uh, trying to make it very different, obviously, from the Peter Jackson one. But uh, yeah. it's kind of neat that they're setting it in the 70s. You know, of course, at the time era that the first Call remake came out. But yeah. You know, what's that, 76? Um uh, it, looks, it looks really good, I think. It's got a really great cast. Um, oh, yeah. Love seeing John John Goodman in there. Him, Sam Jackson, uh, Tom Hiddleston, and uh, yeah. John C. Wiley. Yeah, Brie, Brie Larson. Yeah. yeah. John C. Riley with that massive uh, pubic beard. <laughs> Just a huge gorilla mask. Just a merkin on his face. But, <laughs> yeah, I think it looks really good. It's uh, coming out in May, or I mean, coming out in March. That's sooner than I thought. Yeah, same here, man. I thought it was going to be like a, a summer thing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if this doesn't do well, they probably won't make a King Kong versus Godzilla. Maybe they will. Yeah, I, don't I wonder. Know. I think they probably still would, just because Godzilla actually did pretty well. Yeah. 
I mean, the budget for this thing is $190 million, man. What the fuck are these people doing? How are they spending that much money on this goddamn movie? I, I would love to see a breakdown of the modern special effects movie as to where it all goes. I mean, is it is it going out to all these uh, companies that they're farming it out to, or or I mean, how much of it is actors uh, super inflated uh, salaries? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You know, Sam Jackson probably got ten million. John Goodman probably got uh, close to that. Um, it, I don't. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't either, man. It's it's really weird. Like it's a shame now that just you know, actors are not all that make a movie. Even though, of course, people are like, oh shit, I want to see this actor in this, so that's it. Like John Wick, people are like, oh, that's Keanu Reeves. Or I guess a better example would be Tom Cruise. You know, yeah. You know that name marquee value, and those actors know it. But it, I, I don't give a shit who's in it as long as I don't good, and the movie's good. I don't either. I mean, think about how many movies just come out with some unknown actor and make their career. You know, yeah, that turn out to be huge, successful movies, and that you know makes that person's career right there. You know, I mean, there's plenty of really talented actors out there that just haven't gotten a shot, you know? Yeah. That would work for a lot cheaper, too, studios. Uh, I would I think know. there's some established actors out there, like good character actors who want yeah. to pull themselves and yeah. probably don't have the huge marquee uh, drawing power, but they're great actors. And yeah. that's who, if I don't know. See, I'm wondering how much of it is, uh, it's got to be the studios, more so than, say, a director. You know? Yeah. Like, totally. we're not going to fund this movie unless you get, like, Tom Hanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or, Tom, like, somebody like Tom Hanks signing on is what's going to make that movie get made versus not getting made, you know? Exactly. What those exactly. actors choose to do is what makes that movie happen. Otherwise, it wouldn't happen, probably. You know, or if Vin Diesel cheap. didn't sign on for Triple X Part Seven, they wouldn't make Triple X Part Seven. You know, somebody's got to get to be stop signing off for that shit. Yeah, somebody's got to get a fucking clue, man. But um. Yeah, I thought it looked good. Yeah, I thought the trailer too, looked, looked good. I, um, yeah, I was I was pleased with it. I wanted and, to see uh, that at the uh, Planet of the Apes this year. Oh yeah, man! I keep forgetting Planet of the Apes is coming out this year. I'm ready for that shit. I am too, man. I'm glad Harrelson's in it. Yeah. Uh, that's I absolutely want Woody Harrelson. See, and that's a, I mean, that's another thing along what I was talking about. You know, I don't want to see remakes of shit. I mean, yeah, that's something that existed before, but it's unique, you know? Like, these characters weren't in the film, you know? Like, this is going a completely different direction. 
Uh, it's not like, you yeah. know, Dr. Zayas is up in this bitch, you know? Yeah, literally all they took was Caesar. It's the idea of Caesar yeah. that made this. Because, yeah, he does fall in the footsteps of, of Caesar from uh, conquest and battle. Right. But he's, it, it's like you said, he decided to do a remake and try to retread the same shit like, like Robocop. They, right. they took a really good idea and did a different twist on it, you know, their own kind of thing with it, to make it vaguely similar, but it's its own thing. That's, so I can say I love the old Planet of the Apes series, and I love the new series. Right. You know, it's not, it's not, it doesn't come across as pandering, let me put it that way. Yeah. At no point in the new Ape series do I feel like, they're, oh, they're just doing fan service. They don't do that. They're trying to make a legitimately good story. Right. I agree. That's something people need to take note of. I just... That's too much yeah. of fan service and pandering going around. Well, you you get into a situation where, you know, the 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 fans of the old stuff... You've got to satisfy them as well as make something refreshing enough for new people to get into. Yeah. So it it really just becomes this, you know, oh, is this going to be good enough to satisfy the old and new fans? You know, because uh, if you don't put enough, uh, you know, references to the original in there, the 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 older folks aren't going to like it. Well, then it becomes too much of a product. Because then you start having focus groups come out saying, okay, these people <laughs> like this, these people like this. Like, Ghostbusters is a good example. You know, the yeah. new one? Uh, they're like, well, shit, we got to get the old guys in there. Well, shit, if you get the old guys, why not just make a movie with them or or, or make something better than what you're doing? But, yeah. uh, Ghostbusters has, it's such a weird thing because it has that, which is obvious pandering. And there's nothing really new to it. It's the same shit with women. The queef jokes, I guess. You know what? Uh, well, I think that's going to be my choice of what you can do, of what you oh, have to watch. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm just uh, saying, fuck watch... it. We might as well watch it and, and then actually have a way to talk shit about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious about it, but... God, I, you know, I, Matt hadn't even seen the trailer for it until well, last weekend or so, and I showed yeah. it to him, and it pissed him off like it did me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I've not had that kind of reaction to a trailer in a long time, but that the power of Patty compelled you shit makes me violently <laughs> angry. <laughs> it, it, is, yeah. it is the anti thesis to comedy it is non-comedy to its purest form it's like the latest Saturday Night Live shit which is non-comedy Saturday Night Live is absolute trash right now it's the worst shit I think I've seen in my life uh, because everything that they're just like struggling to see shit that they know in their minds is funny but it's not funny and that's what this ghost rushers is. It feels just like that. You know, at least the segments I've seen. I agree. Uh, now, then you add to that the fact that they were 
insulting its own fan base, you know? The only hope that movie had of making any, you know, to, uh, any any hope of success, I guess, uh, was by catering to the old fans. And they alienated all of them. I, I just say they were all basement dwelling. Uh, yeah, they like called them stupid nerds or something. At one yeah, 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 they kept doing that. But when it became obvious that the movie was flopping, they kind of changed that tune. Well, like, it, oh, people weren't going to see it because they were racist or something. Uh, you know, yeah, you're not going yeah, to see it because you're racist. It, it's, uh, I would recommend to you, it's it's Red Hunter Media stuff. I know I keep name dropping them. But they did something called Scientist Man Explains Ghostbusters, yeah. which I think you would actually really enjoy because it just totally destroys their their argument that like all all you know the old thirty something year old men, the forty something year old men were just sexist, racist assholes, you know, mm-hmm. when that was not the case at all. And Sony was apparently going through and deleting a lot of the comments on that shit, but leaving oh, the worst so they would have a case for it. Yeah. That's why Sony Pictures, even though I hated them in 1998 with that Godzilla shit they did, has <laughs> just come out to be one of the worst things I've heard of. Sony is a shitty company owned by shitheads. Yeah, they deleted my comment. Yeah, there you go. It's, uh... Uh, and of course, I did say the N word like seventeen times in my comment. But I think I said something like, uh, "I said something like, uh, you know, I'm going to see if Sony will delete this comment or something like that." And uh, they they did delete it. Of course, they did. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, that, that whole thing is a is a travesty. But uh, yeah, I'm glad. I think shit, shit talking your uh, your your fan base is really not the way to get there, though. And you know, yeah, exactly. And it's it's such a shame to me because I would have no problem. I didn't give a shit that they were all women. That's not a problem for me at all. I can just imagine. You know, young girls loving Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, cool. These are girl Ghostbusters. That's awesome. I have no problem with that. But when you start shitting all over everybody else, for people who may disagree with that, or just any of the old fans, that's my problem. So that's why I I legitimately am glad that it failed, because Sony fucking deserved that failure. Yeah. And uh, uh, Paul Fee deserved that failure. They all deserved it for that shit. Instead of listening to the like, very vocal little minority of little shit suckers that were saying some horrible shit. Uh, yeah. And then focusing on that and, and just... I don't know. And that, I don't know. It, it was a really interesting thing that a movie became such a such a successful shit like that. It became such a big deal. A movie. Yeah. But... I agree. Oh, I mean, it's something like we the, haven't said before, man, but yeah. I, I, oh, I yeah, really yeah. I, I, one of my favorite things about it, though, is that somebody, since everybody's trying to cater everything to China nowadays, because it's such a big market, too, 
Yeah. It was such a huge oversight for them to not realize that China was not going to yeah. release this ghost space movie. <laughs> because it's Somebody about ghosts, them. right? Is that, is yeah, that exactly. it, the ghosts? Yeah, yeah, like communists just are terrified of ghosts, apparently. Uh, and that that's just really funny to me that that, that is what killed Ghostbusters probably more than anything. Yeah, that exactly. It, uh, I'm sure they made a lot of money off those torrented videos that, that China got, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's interesting, man. Like, all the toys are just warming shelves everywhere. They're going on clearance. Nobody's buying them. Dude, they were on clearance, like, months before the movie came out. At Target, yeah, I man, they were on clearance. Yeah, I, I remember that, too. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, the movie came out, like, two days ago. It's such a clearance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it, it is what it is, man. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that'll show people not to do that again. Uh, yeah. Well, guess we can get away from that a little bit. Um, we also saw the trailer for a film called Colossal. Yeah, this is one you told me about. I hadn't even seen it yet. Um, coming out in April, April seventeenth or April seventh. I'm sorry. Hmm. What'd you think of that one? I, I really don't know what to think about it. Like, I, even when I first heard about it, I didn't know what to think about it. Because I, I literally, I first heard about it when Nacho. Uh, whoever the hell is making it, uh, he stated he was going to make it. They started it, and then within days, Toho Studios, of course, uh, the owners of Godzilla, came out, uh, slapped up with like an injunction or something. So they had to work through all this shit with that. I didn't. I was thinking, okay, this is like a classic example of something being stuck in development hell, and then it just it just disappears. Yeah. Like, no, they stuck with it, oddly enough, and it's just weird as hell. Uh, you know, the woman controls this giant monster that shows up, and it's like a comedy with Jason Sudeikis. Uh, yeah. And th- that's all I can say about it. Well, <laughs> this looks like a fucking gigantic heaping turd, man. <laughs> It's such a, it's such a, uh, uh, not unique. What's the thing I'm thinking about? The word I'm thinking about. It who is it catered to? That's my thing. Piece of shit. Who who is this? You know what 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 demographic are they trying to get this to? The the same crowd that wants to go see the Ghostbusters remake. Yeah, it's this. It's like. Under the guise of a legitimate movie, but it's going to have a bunch of fart and queef jokes in it. Yeah. It's because it's got fucking Jason Sudeikis in it. Um, you know, obviously it's going to be a stupid comedy. I mean, Jason Sudeikis is enough to, to make me not want to see it. But, you know, I like Anne Hathaway. I think she does a good job. I don't know. I may watch yeah. it on, uh, if it comes on HBO or something one day, I may see it. 
that's about the uh, the extent of it though it looks very very forgettable it probably won't even make a fart on the radar when it comes out you probably, probably won't even hear about it and it'll be gone the next week all right uh, as a fan of, of giant monster stuff the, the city destruction scenes intrigue me but then when they yeah. show the monster dancing because Anne Hathaway's dancing yeah. uh no it reminds yeah. me, the monster no. looks like something from, like, that Zarkor the Invader shit that came out in the 90s, direct to VHS. Oh. I don't know if you know about that. It was... Uh-uh. It was... To, and that, those actually may be interesting for us to watch at some point. It was Zarkor the Invader, which I rented from Blockbuster, but it was still in the old Alfalfa uh, yeah. building before they moved. And then there was another one that was called Craw, the Monster for the Deep or something. I didn't watch that because of Zarkor. But uh, mm-hmm. he reminds me of that. Like, oh, Jesus. Are you looking I at may it remember now? this, man. Yeah. What did you think of this stuff? What? Of Zarkor? Yeah. Man, I don't remember much about it. It was just a shitty. Uh, Suit, monster suit, rampaging through a city, a shitty city, you know. And uh, they have twin girls. There's twins in there, like the Mothra twins. Right. They're, they're white as hell. They're white as hell. Oh yeah, they're just they're just a couple of blonde twins, tiny oh, okay. blonde twins. Are they hot? So, I don't remember. I honestly do not remember. Because the movie was very disappointing. Because this, uh, this is, of course, the day when you had to go and find something to rent. And this is right. why I chose to rent. This was my thing for the weekend. Uh-huh. And, and it, just, was, it was total shit. Well, it was a shitty weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a very shitty weekend. Because I watched the whole thing because, again, it was the only thing I had. I was like, what the... You know, it, yeah, it was, it was, that's why I didn't see Crawl, the other one that came out. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that listed. Yeah. They didn't make any more, to my knowledge. <laughs> well, uh, this Colossal movie, the director is Nacho Vigalondo or something, Vigalondo. Yeah. I figured out this dude. <clears throat> I've actually seen some stuff he's done before. Um, Time Crimes in 2007 and then uh, and then Extraterrestrial in 2011. <clears throat> Those are both really good movies. He's, what is he, Spanish? His name's Nacho. Uh, I, I think guess. he's Spanish. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just think of Jack Black when I hear somebody named Nacho. Yeah. I keep wanting to call him Nacho Libre. Yeah, I'd just call him that. Uh, that's a lot easier than his real name, yeah. or his—it's not his birth name. He gave himself that name. <clears throat> he should have called himself like Nacho Belgrande or something. <laughs> oh, I'm sure some uh, that may have been his high school name. <laughs> see, see, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that movie looks like a piece of shit, but uh, go see Time Crimes and Extraterrestrial. Those are both good. 
time crime is about uh, time travel, and it's a really like unique look on on time travel films. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of that. But I don't have to look into it. That's you know foreign. You're not going to see it very much unless you're looking for it. Let's say, is it fucking? I thought it was French for the longest time. Maybe it is Spanish. Yeah, it's Spanish. <clears throat> it's actually one I've been wanting to watch again because it's on this uh, new horror streaming site I've been watching called uh, Shudder. Five uh, yeah, bucks a month, yeah. you, get to, you get to watch all this, this horror stuff. And they have really good content, and that's on there, which that's uh, was one I liked a lot when I saw it a few years ago, so I'll check it out again. <clears throat> But, um, yeah, you want to go ahead and get into the jinx here? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. It's about time. Um, well, yeah, guys, we'll let you know. If if you haven't seen the jinx yet and you want to watch it, um, definitely turn it off now because we are going to be laying some pretty heavy spoilers on you. But um, this is, you know, basically a, a true story uh, documentary style that HBO did in uh, 2015. Um about uh, Robert Durst, who uh, was accused of murdering a few people, but actually on the uh, the day before the last episode aired, he actually got, got arrested and charged with uh, first-degree murder, and uh, he was arrested in New Orleans, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. Well, I mean, the writing looks similar, and the spelling is, is the same, so I can see the conclusion the cops would draw, or the <laughs> writing exemplar person would conclude they were both written by the same person. But this is a, a series I've been trying to get Dale to watch for quite a while, and uh, we've been talking about kind of trying to do some, some serial killer you know, episodes on here because we both enjoy that that uh, genre a lot, and uh, so we're going to kind of get it get it started with with this Robert Durst. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess you know he's uh, uh, oh god, he's it's known he he actually killed one person. Uh, yeah, and now he's on trial for another person. And these are the second two. The first one, he likely did. Uh, well, he he admitted to the first time he went on trial, didn't he? I mean, he admitted to that, and he actually got off. I mean, they actually found him not guilty of murder. Yeah, because he was claiming self-defense. Right. And uh, the people of Galveston are apparently uh, yeah. suckers. At least the people on the jury. Well, this was his, uh, yeah, in Galveston, that's basically where the series starts. And uh, they find these body parts that wash up on the shore in Galveston, Texas, which is pretty close to where we are. That's where it kind of hit home with me, you know, not not far away at all. And uh, it's come to find out that he's actually living as a woman in Galveston, strangely enough. Yeah, nothing... None of the actions he makes are rational or logical. Uh, they're really strange. 
yeah. Durst is a very strange character. Like, you can, like, when I'm watching, of course, they started Galveston, and it's kind of interesting, the graphic description that, the, I guess, the cop gives of how he pulled the torso out, but he just yeah. reached into the open neck and grabbed the breast the breastbone and pulled it out. Yeah. Uh, and they never found the head. And that ended up being a critical piece of evidence that they really could have used to make a break in self-defense. Uh, uh, you know, angle that Durst was using. Uh, I, I can't believe he was found not guilty there, man. Like, dude, it's. I, I mean, if you're if you kill somebody in self defense, you're not going to go through the trouble of hacking them up and throwing them in the river and, or in the ocean. And, and here's my thing about that: they talk about these attorneys are like. We're not talking about what he did after the fact. We're talking about what happened here before Durst cut the body. Right yeah. there. Well, him cutting up the body is a big indicator of whether he would have, of, of, of what he would have done in the first place, and maybe why this happened in the first place. A person's actions like that definitely can tell you, you know, uh, the state of mind, I guess. And for him yeah. to sit there and just saw this this dude's body apart uh, says a lot about him. Uh, he he is a complete fucking sociopath. Uh, he is. Uh, I, yeah, I couldn't believe that either, and I felt for the uh, the prosecutors, and I really did. Uh, because to me, it's not so much that, oh, he has great attorneys. It's like, well, maybe he just has a jury that's really gullible. Because that, to me, that falls on the jury. I would have found that fucker guilty. Like, you don't kill somebody in self-defense and cut him off. You just don't do it. No. Nobody knew you were Robert Durst down there. You were under this alias. You could have just left. Uh... So, because of well, that, because of the way he was with that, that convinced me. He said, yeah, he's doing the other two. Yeah. It's become so easy for him that he can cut up a human body at this point. Yeah. Just somebody that's capable of doing that, you know? Yeah, because it takes a lot to do that. It takes a while, and I mean, you're... Oh man, yeah. Well, that's that, that's not something that a normal person should be able to do that easily. You know, I mean, I, I would like to think that that would be hard for somebody to do. You know, like psychologically. Well, you know, uh, it it brought to mind a book I read last semester on. Hey, uh, and I'm not going to try to get off on a history tangent here, but really, it's there was a police battalion in, in Nazi Germany, and these were people who, before the war, had been uh, uh, the policemen, postal workers, and all that. You know, older, you know, middle-aged men you would see every day. Yeah. And then this battalion, the battalion is actually supposed to patrol the newly conquered areas of like Poland. So. Well, instead, they were actually used to actively round up Jews to be sent to camps and eventually 
they themselves started murdering Jews. And it's a really interesting chronicle of of the different types of reactions these average people had to what they were doing. I mean, they were shooting women and children. Uh, but, dude, they did it. So it's terrifying thinking about the fact that in society here, a lot of people do have the ability to do that. I'm convinced they do. Yeah. Uh, but thirst is a different thing, though, because I, he had done it twice before. Not cutting them up, but killing people twice before. Uh, right. I can, I'm going to say allegedly, allegedly. Let me just go ahead and say this uh, before the butthole warriors come after us. Oh, but, sure. Uh, he is... He's on trial for the murder of the second victim, a woman who was supposedly his friend at the moment. Right. Um, and I guess that's what he was uh, arrested for right before the final episode aired. And I remember reading about that on, online. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, about how uh, this was, like, they found a crucial piece of evidence, you know, and that, that led to that. Right around that time. Was it the the handwriting? Yes. The misspelling of Beverly? It looks identical. Yeah, it does. Uh, well, it looks identical, and it's both misspelled the same way. But anyway, I guess we can get to that later. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm glad you, uh, you know, uh, coached me into watching this, man, because... Uh, I, I binge watched it what two three days. Oh yeah, it was two and, days. Uh, yeah, two days, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, good. It was really uh, fascinating because uh, you start because I mean you're they're interviewing him. You know right. that's what's so fascinating. It's like and he's and he's free. It's not like uh, you know with Dahmer. You know, he's in prison and shit, so right. who wasn't broke or whatever, interviewing him. All that's said and done. But yeah. uh, it would be like interviewing Dahmer while he's a free man and people think he did this. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it reminds me also of kind of like the Bundy, you know, people talking with Ted Bundy, like the news people uh, up in, uh, what is it, Washington State before he escaped and came down to Florida. Shit like that. Oh, he's just right. sure of himself. Like he's 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 not even worried about being caught or, or convicted of this. You know. Yeah, Robert Durst is definitely not worried about being caught. No, he's, he's so uh, sure of himself. Or his well, he's, he's he's gotten away. He's literally gotten away with murder multiple times. You yes. know, because of his social status and because of his money, he's able yeah. to 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 pay for the right. You know, uh, defense. You know the, the right lawyers to defend him, and you know he's you know he's convinced that he's pretty much uh, can do whatever he wants. Yeah, and that's what's uh, I think that's what's so disturbing about him, man. Like when he starts talking about his uh, you know his his childhood. Uh, yeah. I went into it not really knowing a whole hell of a lot about him, so I felt for him yeah, when I he was do. talking about being a little kid. And, I mean, yeah, sure, he's a little kid at this point. Uh, you know, he sees his mom die, and his dad does absolutely nothing to compensate for that because his right. dad's a very cold person. 
Uh, well, he probably didn't even spend a lot of time with his dad. You know how these rich people are. They've got uh, nannies and shit that raise them, essentially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's interesting the way they frame the show and that they talk about his brother hiring a bodyguard and all yeah. that. And you see his brother and all that. And you're like, well, his brother's just a pussy. Uh, why the hell would he be doing this? And his brother comes across as kind of a villain in this whole thing right. at first. That's how they played but, it, yeah. Yeah, and then it unfolds and you realize, holy shit, this guy's got every reason. I'm surprised he didn't hire more than just a bodyguard, you know. He had every reason to be afraid of this, of, of Robert. Well, the dude's extremely jealous of his brother, you know. You know, almost understandably, but the dude's a fucking crazy person. That's why he wasn't ever given, you know, any any position at the company. Yeah, being the eldest brother, he was uh, he was shut aside for the younger brother, but he had no interest in it either, really. Right. This wasn't what he wanted to do, and he didn't have to, man. His his family would have been like, oh, here's a few million dollars, knock yourself out, do whatever you want, yeah, which is basically probably. what he's done. Um, but he's a pathological liar. I mean, he's yeah. lying about things he has no reason to lie about, but it it almost, he does it so much, uh, but it, he does it in such a way where the lies keep people from, I guess, uh, there's nothing linear, I guess, about what he does because of his lies. And the way he actually does things, it's it's scattershot everywhere what he does. Uh, you know, there's there's something you can really follow and say, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. This is this is his mindset. No, that's not of that. He's right. just doing. He's very erratic, uh, and uh, he he's he. I think he would make a fascinating case study for a psych, uh, psychologist. Uh, which may happen. I mean, if they find him guilty, I'm sure there's going to be several psychologists coming to talk to him. Yeah. Um, well, you think it's been almost two years since he's been arrested. When the fuck is he going to... He said he's on trial right now? Yeah. Yeah, he is. And that seems That's to be about, about to turn around for something like this. But uh, I just feel... I, I really feel for the family of his first wife. Uh, I think his second wife is a gigantic cunt because she just enables him. Anybody who enables him having even a shred, well, they have no decency in them. Uh, well, let's, let's go back to his to his first wife. He uh, Basically, this was, what, in the 70s or 80s? And uh, his first wife just goes, I think. just goes missing. Nobody yeah. knows what happened to her. There's nothing. And I think the speculation is that she's in that, that pond out behind that house where they lived at that time. Either that or she's in sort of a vast wilderness around that. I think there was a Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah. Because uh, uh, they were talking about some of that land was where mafia men would dump their bodies out there. So there's okay. untold bodies out there. You know, uh, it makes me curious if somebody 
got together a team of people to go scour through these forests. How many how many bodies are they going to find? I think they'll find <laughs> quite a few. Uh, probably solve a lot of unsolved cases, and then yeah, you know, a lot more started up. You know, yeah, totally. uh, but uh, yeah, this this poor woman. I mean, I hate it. I really hate it for her that that this is. What is it? This is 2017, so it's been 35 years since she she disappeared. And, uh, I mean, I I, I hate it. You could tell her dad's dead, otherwise it would have been hell. But her mother was still alive as of two years ago. Uh, And I hate it for them. They have no idea what happened to their girl. She was a beautiful woman. uh, And she had no, I mean, she was going to medical school and everything. She had everything ahead of her. And then there's this sociopathic cast with her. Sister does to her. It's I I am convinced that Durst probably did not intend to kill her, uh, but I think he did do it, and then had to take care of it. You know, because they they talked about the family being weird around that time too. So I think they had an idea, but of course they didn't need that on the Durst family name. It was a lot exactly. So uh, his brother only gets so much sympathy for me because I'm pretty sure his brother has something to do with them pushing up what happened to her and getting rid of the body. Uh, and the, the really shit. Well, I mean, you if you watch the show, uh, you kind of get that. They even talk about that. Like uh, people said, they like they saw him shortly after that happened. Like they went to go talk to the family about it. He shows up and is like, "What's going on here?" And they tell him what's going on. He's like, "We're done here. This is it." Makes him leave. Uh, so that's just kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Definitely. No, no, not at all. Again, this is all alleged. Let's just throw that out there. Keep throwing alleged out there. Uh, but uh, well, it's, it's. Go ahead. I think I've talked a lot. You go ahead. I was going to say, there's no real. I mean, alleged. He pretty much uh, implicates himself in the end. So yeah, he does. Much, uh, he does. I pretty much assume that he did everything that he's accused of. Oh, I think he did. I just, I don't know that he went out of his way to kill her, his first wife. I just think that, in my mind, they got into another argument that went violently wrong. She ends up dying, so he has to deal with it. Uh, but at that point, he's like, oh, I've done it. You know, it's, it's like Dahmer. You know, his first murder, he does, but it's it's a spur-of-the-moment thing. It's not like he set out to do it. And then he didn't right. kill again for years, like 10 years. Yeah. Uh, well, nine years, I guess. I like guess from 78 to 87 for him. But uh, I think that's what it was. Once you've done it once, it's easier to keep doing it. Exactly. And that piece of the second one. Because uh, once those uh, uh, facts start coming out in the documentary, uh, that's when I started seeing patterns that you see with other killers. 
Um, yeah. It's no telling, man. I I bet the guy's killed five more people than, than what he's even accused of, you know? And definitely if he was able he would he would kill more. Well, at this point, just with those three alone, if he is found guilty of all three, he is a serial killer. Uh, just by the the basic definition of what a serial killer is. Yeah. Um what how many is it? How many you have to kill? Three. More than one? Three. Oh, three. It's you have to kill three over an extended period of time. Uh, like uh, I don't know. I don't know if you have to necessarily premeditate them all, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm guessing so. Because obviously the second two, or uh, at least that second was was premeditated big time. But, I don't uh, really give a shit, man. Crime of passion doesn't doesn't. I don't. There's no distinguishing, I mean, as far as the uh, severity of the crime goes, you still killed somebody. Oh, yeah. Um, What I mean is differentiating between a serial killer and a mass murderer. Oh, okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you know, those, uh, if you go, like, the the sniper in Texas A&M in the 60s, Starkweather, oh, yeah. I guess his name was. Not Starkweather, was it? No. I can't remember his name. Not Wait, Starkweather, the sniper? Was the sniper? Yeah, the sniper. I don't remember his name, but uh, yeah, I know uh, who you're talking about. Uh, Charles Starkweather is who uh, Mickey and Mallory were, right. uh, were based on someone for natural war killers. But, um, yeah, I mean, this guy just starts sniping people. At one time, he's a mass murderer. He's not a serial killer. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, and and I mean also how you know why they kill. You know, he wasn't killing because he enjoyed like you know messing with the innards and all that shit. He, right. he was just killing because he literally had a brain tumor. Yeah, so I don't know how much that had to do with it. So yeah, he's uh. <laughs> There's, uh, it's how just much he enjoyed kind of messing yeah. with innards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing in there, uh, boy? Just messing with innards. Dude. Um, but yeah, it's... So his, his first wife, and then he said his second wife, I'd forgotten about that. His, uh, his second wife was still alive, right? And he... Yeah, they were just really divorced. Uh, well, no, I mean he's—I think he's still married to his second wife. I think that the woman who's in the documentary was the second wife, to my knowledge. You think he's just still she? She's still getting some money or something? Is why she's so protective of him? Well, that's exactly it. Because if he goes like, to prison, uh, she's probably not going to be getting any more alimony, right? Or not alimony, but um, I guess just support from him. She has a power of attorney over him, I believe. I think ah, he signed okay. it over to her. Uh, because what, what, cause they actually have a little sound bite in it. Talk, uh, she's talking to him, trying to convince him to sign it over to her. Because otherwise, once he went to prison and lost all rights to his money, all that would go to them. They would have the power of attorney and they would have access to all his funds. 
And uh, so, yeah, she's she's just as cold as him, in my view, uh, because she's aware of what he's able to do and is enabling him. That's great. Or she's just in it for the money. Yeah, but it, it's a sad fact that this shit happens more often than you think. Yeah. Uh, it she's is definitely in it for the money, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she's trying to watch her own ass, you know, but yeah. she's aware of how he is, so she's not stepping on his toes. She's helping him. That's her money train. Exactly. Yeah. So they actually go well together. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, she will, I, guess, I guess the second woman that is murdered is his technically his friend, I guess. But yeah, um, they have been friends for a long time. Wasn't she a, a a writer, a journalist of some sort? Yeah, I think so. She had fallen on hard times. Uh, and he was sending her money. Ah, okay. And uh and that's probably what led to her death. Uh, there may be more uh, information that's come out since the documentary, honestly. I'd, I'd imagine there has. Oh, yeah, I would think so. It's just... Uh, well, it's probably not public yet. No. I just... I feel sorry for her, too, you know? Because it was obvious by the way the crime was committed that, that she knew who, who killed her. Yeah. Uh, and then you see his trail, what he had been doing, you know, like flying out to California, and then his phone is suddenly just dead for four days around the time she's killed. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's too many coincidences. It just makes you wonder maybe somebody that that wasn't uh that that well off financially uh would they have gotten away with it no I think I almost get the feeling that somebody uh who didn't have that kind of funding would be able to do all the stuff he did and the way he did it they flying around everywhere um I, yeah, he would not have the influence uh, that that he obviously does. He wouldn't have the backing of of a powerful family. I mean, I didn't realize that his family owns and operates the Freedom Tower, and that that to me is fucked up. <laughs> you know, even though they didn't, I don't think they've been involved in actual killing. But if they had anything to do with covering up the death of his first wife. A family deserves to just be done. But that's yeah, not the way it works. I would definitely think they've probably paid some hush money to some yeah. law, law enforcement at some point along the way. I do too. That's, you know, the, uh, the way the first one was done in his own home and all that, 
they could do that probably. Just say, oh, she just went off somewhere. But it's just so funny to me. Well, not funny, but it's so odd to me that he's, he's sitting there lying to investigators at the time about what yeah. he was doing. He gave him like three different accounts. And then when, in, in this interview, or you know, this documentary, the one made two years ago, he's like, I just thought I would get them to leave me alone. So what kind of thinking is that? <laughs> that? If you lie to them and tell them what they want to hear, they'll be like, oh, okay, that's it. That, you know, we're done with you. Wow. Um, You know, he was real... I mean, you definitely got the feeling that he was mentally ill, I thought, throughout the whole show, regardless of whether or not he did these crimes. Just his behavior was so erratic, I thought. Yeah. And that's that's another thing. With the money he has, even with a uh, mental illness... He can do. He can get along just fine. Like that illness. If he didn't have that money, he would be homeless right now. Yeah. Without any medical care. That's the impression I got of him. Uh, he's also got lobster eyes. <laughs> uh, he's he's got really cold eyes, and his demeanor is really his his ticks. You know, his constant blinking and shit are really uh, off putting. And then the burping. There you go. And then the burping. <laughs> can sum up the whole fucking thing. You know, you know who he looks like to me is uh, fucking uh, Robert Blake. Yeah, I can see that. In in Lost Highway. Mm-hmm. Another dude who was a fucking murderer, so... Maybe an interesting, it's like, you know, when you look at other people, you're always looking at their tics and their face. I mean, you really look at their face, you get a feel for them. That is just how we work as a species. That's a social thing we developed. Uh, yeah. And with him, it's really offsetting. You know, it's, you can't get a feel for him, what he's thinking. Because, I mean, once you realize that what he's saying is all lies and you can't trust it, then you, you, uh, you, you, you're left in the dark. You know, you're, you're talking to this, this human void, I guess you could say. Because, uh, I don't know. With the second murder and then the, the letter being sent to the cops telling them there's a body. Uh, in that house so the body doesn't sit there and rot before somebody finds it. Uh, the earning potential for an agent is completely unlimited. You can grow... Sorry. <laughs> what? Well, uh, i got some fucking pop-up ads there. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Uh, no, I was just uh, saying that uh, it shows a level of care that isn't it befitting what he's, you know, why he would do, like, like kill her in the first place if he did do that? You know, he kills her and then he has enough consideration to let people know to go get her body so she's not left there alone for too long. 
Uh, it's that, that's that dichotomy, I guess you can look at that. That uh, you know, nothing's so clear cut. I mean, the man can obviously can, but if you if you start crossing him or you can hurt him anyway, uh, you're you're in his crosshairs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember his uh in his relationship with the filmmaker, um I say I forget his name exactly. Um it was uh it was a couple of guys, I think, uh Andrew Jarecki. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. The guy that was it was basically having the conversations with theirs the whole time. Um he just like it, it was a period of time when he just like wouldn't talk to him, and then all of a sudden he was ready to talk, and then would say all this yeah. shit, and then he'd go through another you know six months of you know no communication at all, or trying to say that you know you're you know not being fair to him or whatever, just just really odd shit like that. You know this dude he really doesn't have anything going on. You know he agrees to make this uh, you know documentary which. I'm sure these guys didn't know going into it was going to be nearly this telling, and it probably wouldn't have been if it hadn't have had that last little bit to it. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was the ending of that show, man. That was probably the most like probably the most shocked I've ever been at, at something. Like I was like, oh shit, yeah, you know because. Yeah. Um, let me read the the exact dialogue here. It's uh, there. It is. You're caught. You're right, of course, but you can't imagine. Arrest him. I don't know what's in the house. Oh, I won't want this. What a disaster. He was right. I was wrong. And the burping. I'm having difficulty with the question. What the hell did I do? Killed them all, of course. Yeah. You know, and this is all, like, while he's, like, taking a piss or whatever the fuck he's doing in there. Um, you know, he didn't realize he had his microphone on. And uh, I don't know, man. That, that's some shit you can't, I mean, you can't make that kind of stuff up. No. That's that's just, that's that's perfect. It's chilling is what it is. Yeah, it's chilling oh. as hell. But he's just, he's nonchalant about it. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, he's also having a conversation with himself. I mean, the fucking nutcase. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, a guy... Uh, I, I don't know. He He's... You know, the, the erratic behavior you're talking about is... That's him to his core. You know, he does that yeah. in everything. Why go to Galveston and dress like a woman? Yeah. I mean, Why a woman, you know? Yeah, I mean, not everybody knows what you look like. I know I never got yeah. there so long. No, me either. You know? Uh, so, I I don't know. I mean, there's, that's what I'm saying. There's really no rhyme or reason to what he's doing. He's just doing, you know? He's just, whatever comes to his mind, he's like, okay, I'm going to do this. But I'm going to do it in, in an incredibly retarded way. Uh, you know, let's dress like a woman. Oh, God, the guy knows who we are, uh, and he's doing whatever. 
So let's let's kill him and cut him up. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it it's no logic or or like I got said earlier, no logic or rationale behind what he does. He just no. he's he almost, he's almost impulsive with some yeah. of the things he does. He doesn't consider the ramifications of it. You know, like and they even stated when he first. Uh, disposed of the body, you know, he put him in the, the parts of the trash bag and threw him into uh, the water and then uh, drove by again later and saw that they were all floating. He assumed they would, they would, uh, they would sink and the current right. brought them back to shore. And, right. uh, you know, there's no forethought to that. Like, if you're going to go through the trouble of cutting up a human body, why don't you try to research what happens to it in the water? Right. You know? Now make sure you're going through this trouble and it works. But he doesn't do that. Um, no. It makes me curious what exactly happened between him and the other guy. I don't know. You had that the the one jury uh, member in Galveston said that I think he's the most unlucky man of the world. Yeah. I, you know, what if that is the case? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, that'd be incredibly fucked up. I don't believe that for a second. The main reason I don't believe that is because of that second death. If it had just been the death of his first wife and then what happened with this guy, I would just say this is a really sick man who was just getting himself into this shit and then handles it the worst way possible. But then he went out of his way to kill this woman in California. Right. That's different, though. That's what makes me say, oh, okay, whatever. You know, he's not the unluckiest man in the world at all. Well, yeah, I mean, at what point are you going to say this This fucking dude, I mean, people around this dude, people that come into contact with him die, you know, that's not a, that's not a yeah. common occurrence, you know, it's, you know, three times I think is enough to say this motherfucker's killing people, Yeah, I mean, you know, and he admits to it, you know, he admits to killing the person in Galveston in yeah. uh, self-defense. Yeah, he and that's probably the, the the only angle he could have taken that and possibly gotten away with it. Uh, because, of course, you know, they, they go into that home that he was in with that guy. They see all the cut marks and shit in the floor, you know, showing that yeah. he, he spent a while there cutting this guy apart. Uh, he was dedicated to that. But it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it was hard to, I don't know, to get a read on him, I guess, throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, at the end there, this was after he was approached with some, you know, pretty damning evidence of the, you know, the, uh, the handwriting expert. And, uh, you know, the misspelling of Beverly, 
I mean, yeah. the writing looking exactly the same, which kind of makes you wonder how they didn't find that before. But, uh, you know, and that's kind of why he freaks out in the bathroom, because he thinks he's caught, which, I mean, there'd probably be another trial now regardless. But, I mean, they've got yeah. that audio, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, what what's really interesting to me is that when he's confronted with that, on that, you know, when he's being filmed, he, uh, of course, he starts burping, which I guess is his reaction to it. But, man, he, he holds his composure really well despite yeah. that. Uh, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's like a totally different thing almost in that regard. He doesn't flinch. He just he starts burping of all things. Well, I mean, yeah, he could have just been burping because of whatever his lunch was or whatever, but, uh, yeah. He's not impressed with so, himself because of the burping. He's not happy with it at all. No, 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 not at all. I mean, it's in the same breath as killing everyone. Yeah. Uh, but I am curious now, like you were saying, that he's just potentially killed more people than those three that they know about. Uh, That's what I always think, man. When you think about people that have a problem and are serial killers, I always think they've killed more people than they find. You know? That's usually the case. I mean, the dude probably killed somebody when he was a child, you know, and, and his family covered it up. Exactly. I mean, maybe his first wife was by no means uh, uh, his his first victim. I wouldn't you know, have Maybe that president was set much earlier. Uh, I know. I mean, now, now with what we know and the evidence that's come to light, shit, yeah, I wouldn't either. It does go back to that money and the influence. Because uh, even though his family may not like him necessarily, they just cannot afford to have somebody with that name uh, in prison. Because I will reflect on that negatively. (laughs) Too late. Oh, yeah. They almost made it worse for themselves with their reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I know I told you uh, this whole thing reminded me a lot of DuPont. You know, the guy that uh, the, that movie Foxcatcher was based on. Yeah, yeah. Who, uh, you know, was, you know, DuPont, you know, the who was heir to the DuPont fortune who uh, killed a uh, a wrestler. You know, just because he could, and, you know, he was fucked out of his mind on cocaine, too, so that didn't help, but, you know, I don't know, just the whole, you know, I'm I'm rich, so I'll do what I want type of, uh, you know, attitude kind of reminded me a lot of DuPont. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, I, I'd imagine some, uh, Stuff like that has been uh, covered up in the past plenty of times. Oh, yeah, you would think so. 
Well, I mean, I, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, so it's nothing new. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, which is a shame. <laughs> you know, this I think this is just the way it works. Yeah. It's the way it works, man. I mean, just imagine, you know, if you've got somebody that can disappear easily, you know, they're not going to be missed. No, and there's, and, uh, there's unsolved murders, or you know, unsolved, uh, you know, missing persons, and you know, uh, Jane Doe's and John Doe's they find dead all the time. That uh, you know, they never know who they are or where they, you know, where they came from or anything. Yeah, I mean, they they just don't have the resources to investigate everything. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you're right. That that's exactly uh that that's usually why a lot of these uh killers tend to go after people like that. That would be the uh, smart thing to do. You don't want to go after some young person whose family's wealthy. You know they're actually going to fucking look for them. Well, I mean that that's basically what got Gacy called. You know he 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 kills a, a young man who. Who is very much loved by his family and uh, very close to them, and he's right. uh, you know he's doing well for himself, and you know Casey says, oh, he was just he must have run away. Well, that excuse had been used for all his other victims, really, but you couldn't use it with this guy. You just couldn't do it, and that's what gets him caught because he was loved. Uh, and, and it, it's sad that, that that's the case, but there there are people that seem to be worth more than others yeah. uh, in society. That just, that's you exactly know, right. You, you could say, well, that's wrong. That shouldn't be the case. Well, no, it shouldn't be. But it is the case. <laughs> Such uh, is life, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, money talks, man. I mean, it's, you know, every aspect oh, of life is that way. You know, oh, yeah. you can get a lot farther if, if you got some money to grease the wheels. Uh, yeah, and he had to shoot turn of it. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, it, I don't know, you know, I, I also watched the other day that uh, documentary, The Perfect Crime, I told you about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about that case in 1924, those two uh, uh, well-off uh, law students who, who killed a young boy just just to do it, just to get away with them, and they were caught, uh, and uh, they were not given the death penalty, even though they clearly deserved it. Um, I don't know. That's another interesting case. It's almost 100 years old now. Yeah, I was telling you, it reminded me a lot of that movie Murder by Numbers. Yeah, yeah. With, I think Sandra Bullock was in that? Yeah, I remember when it came out. Uh, I never saw it, but I remember. Uh, I remember it being okay. Kind of a twist ending on there. But kind of a similar situation. 
What if it had that guy that we were talking about earlier from Funny Games and the It may yeah, it may have that him. I think that was him. It may have been him in there. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think I, I remember seeing his face in there. He has a kind of unique face. Yeah, Michael something, is that right? Sound right? Yeah, I I I I literally don't know where off the top of my head. Let's see here. I'll get you an answer here. Um oh shit. Michael Pitt. Okay, yeah. Ryan Gosling was in that movie too. Hmm. I'm just remembering that Michael Pitt was also in Hannibal, the TV show. Was he? And Mason Berger. Huh. I'm be darn. Yeah, he's done a lot of good stuff. Um, a lot of stuff that I've enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, he's a good actor. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, well, cool, uh, man. Is there anything else you wanted to add about, uh, the Jinx? Uh, I guess anybody listening to this who hasn't seen it, you, you would do well for yourself to see it. It's a, a very interesting show. Yeah. Well, if you've listened to all of this and you haven't seen it yet, uh, it probably won't be as uh, climatic for you. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ending especially. But um, yeah, I, I was really blown away by it. Yeah, I didn't I was know like, what to expect from it. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to talk to you too much about it before you saw it. Um. But, uh, yeah, it really blew me away. Dude. That was really well done. Uh, and, uh, I, I, like I said, I kind of went in blind on it. Um, so I was just, and I, I refused to look at anything online about it once I got started. Yeah. Good. Which, yeah, yeah, I'm glad I did. It's, it's a good, I guess it's a good uh, crime thriller, I guess you could call it. Yeah. If even a thriller. But, uh, um, it, I need to watch that uh, Making of a Murderer. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely another one I was recommending to you. Because, uh, it's it's really interesting too the way it the way it plays out. And you said they're making a sequel. Well, yeah, they're they're working on it. There's a lot of stuff that was in the first season. one. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably filming it now. Which I mean, the way it ends, you're like a sequel. How the fuck are they be making a sequel? But um, yeah, you, you'll just see. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil any of that either. Yeah. 
But it's all real shit, so you can easily find out if you just read about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I kind of like uh, the format, the way they do things. But uh, that's I like the true crime stuff. You know, the the series you see, like FBI files and stuff. Anyway, for the yeah. files. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. It's uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like a little bit of a shorter format, personally, and maybe a less. Uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like a lot of filler in in the jinx that that wasn't necessary. But I mean, I guess it worked. Because I mean, you're talking about a story that you break down into like what eight eight different episodes that are roughly an hour each. I mean, that's that's quite a lot of content. What's well, even eight? Uh, oh. I don't know why I can't think it was six. You, you could be right. Let's see. Yeah, the Jason seemed so bad. It, yeah, it did kind of lag a little bit, but, you know, I, I did, though, like that they dedicated each episode to, like, uh, specific events. You know, you had the one which yeah. was uh, uh, Texas versus Robert Durst for the state of Texas, yeah. or people of Texas or whatever, which was just about that. Right, uh, and they broke it down like that, which I think made it, it benefited it greatly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was just six episodes, so that's not too bad. But no, it's good stuff, man. And uh, the 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 payoff is great. I mean, it's it's very entertaining, but. When you remember that it's very much real, you do feel for the victims. Yeah, absolutely. And the payoff, the payoff is well worth it for that show. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm curious how this uh, trial is going to go. If it will get off with this one too. Yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll do another recap or something. I need to. Yeah. I'd like uh, to see it. I just don't have so much, uh, at least from what I could tell from the show, they didn't have enough uh, evidence, really, for the first one, you know, his wife. Right. But they had plenty for his second one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all circumstantial. You know, there was nothing concrete. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to get a conviction when you don't have a body, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing. Uh, but then again, hell, he can get off when uh, he's got bits of bodies everywhere. So. Right. I guess it doesn't matter to him. It makes me wonder how he disposed of his first wife if he did the same thing to her. And uh, maybe the water was different at that time, and so she did sink, and that's why he didn't think of it when he threw the body parts at Galveston, because the water yeah. would probably be warmer. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's why he chose that method. Because it worked uh, before, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, and yeah, and you see the shoddy police work. In during some parts of that first investigation, it's like, why did nobody go into the house? 
You know, uh, yeah. that, is, that kind of shit that bugs the fuck out of me. That entire area should have been scoured. Not, I agree. Not, not under the guise that he did anything to her, but to figure out what happened to her. Maybe find some evidence, or maybe she left or whatever, you know. And it could have easily gotten that. You know? Well, that's what I, they I, said, I, right? They said she just left. She just, like, picked up and left. Yeah, I said she got on a bus and was gone. Yeah. Which was complete horseshit. Uh, yeah, I think all three of those stories he gave them, that was uh, the uh, the common thread. Uh, he just gave different accounts of what he did afterward, I guess. Like, saying right. she called him from her destination, you know, when she didn't. Shit like that. Because he yeah. thought, well, if I just tell him that she called me and said everything was okay, then leave me alone. Well, I mean, there's really no way to, for them to dispute that either in those days. No. no. But, you know, if they yeah. just cross-referenced all his accounts, they would have realized he's lying. He's clearly lying about this. So what's he hiding? Right. And that's where, you know, when you talk about uh, them paying off people on, on the police force, maybe that's why there was no uh, investigation of the house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at, at best, it was just negligence on their part. And it, it shows poorly on the cops there. And at worst, they were complicit with the so maybe they wouldn't want that to get out either. So, I don't know. It's all really, I think there's a hell of a lot more to that story than what we saw on screen involving a lot more people. Because I don't think Durst could have gotten away with all that by himself. Obviously, he couldn't have. Yeah. I don't think he's smart enough to get away with it by himself. I, I don't think he, yeah, he's, he's too impulsive. When you look at the pattern of, of just what he did with the third body, yeah, no, he, he, he can't do that. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like a perfect storm of shit that is just laid out to help him get away with this shit. Yeah. Because there was no disputing, like the Galveston case, there was no disputing the fact that he did it. I mean, they, they had too much evidence against him. Yeah. You know. They just didn't have the evidence of why he did it. And that, that was the issue when they couldn't find the man's head. I think I, that's exactly what they said, because uh, Durst apparently went back when he saw the body parts, uh, uh, washing up on shore, he took the head. Like, why did you take the head? You know? He was that honest. I don't know that that's what he said. I can't remember exactly. But the head was missing. Why would the head be missing when the rest of the body showed up? Yeah, I bet he burned it or something. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, he may have just thrown the head somewhere else. And it was so... I focused on the beach there, and they didn't look elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, but the head would show, I guess, how that guy died. 
yeah. You know, it, it would give them, like, what what angle was he shot at? Was he shot, like, straight through the back of the head, which would show that was not self-defense? Or was he shot at an angle, like, like uh, Ferris was explaining, like they were struggling over the weapon and the gun went off? You know, but... You know, the guy had bruising on his body. He did not have gunshot wounds on his body at all. But why struggle with the gun when they suddenly, with a bullet just going to his head? Especially right. when you're struggling, you would think it would hit the torso somewhere. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure he just shot him in the head. That was it. And then cut him out. Yeah. Not sure why, though. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it's whatever. It's. I, I mean, I guess he was found not guilty because there wasn't enough evidence to convict him of uh, of homicide. But, I mean, at the very least, he should have got some sort of a manslaughter charge because he did kill the dude. Or, uh, like, tampering with evidence. Yeah, that too. Uh, illegal disposing of a human body. Uh, you know, they could have thrown the book at it for all this other stuff. I think he did serve prison time for some of that. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, he was in prison at one point. But uh, they just well, couldn't he, get him he, on that. I know, in 2013, he got charged with... Uh, he... Uh, his brother had a restraining order against him, and he still yeah. like, went to his house and trespassed. I don't know if he served jail time for that. I don't know. He might have. Uh, yeah, I mean, that may be it. I'm not sure. But, uh, but, uh, going to dress up like a woman for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, there's really no good explanation for all that. That's what goes back to his erratic behavior. Uh, I don't see the benefit of that for him. A mute woman at that. Yeah. I agree, man. Well, you want to call it a night? Yeah, I guess so, man. I think we talked uh, about that enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just kind of trying to kind of flesh it out a little bit, but, you know, a lot of speculation we'll never know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely check the show out if you haven't seen it yet. And uh, if you uh, have any uh, questions or comments or anything you want to let us know or stuff you want us to watch or do reviews on or whatever, um, you can let us know on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. And the burping. Or maybe this is the bathroom. Yeah, that's... You're all right. This is the bathroom. There it is. Your cord. Can't imagine.
that's in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kill them all. Of course. 